Welcome to Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. We're your hosts, Tim and Ruth Olson, licensed marriage and family therapists and trauma experts. We provide wisdom for personal growth and healthy relationships. Stick with us and you'll gain practical tools and insights that will help you be a healthier and happier you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. And we're going to be continuing on our series of love. So last week, we were talking about what is love anyways. And in this podcast, we're going to be talking about the difference between addictive and healthy love. So we'll be going through 10 comparisons of healthy and addictive love. Number one is healthy love develops after we feel secure, whereas addictive love tries to create love and connection even before they even know the other person or understand who they are. And I think that desire to create that connection in the beginning really does stem from that insecurity in the relationship or even possibly in yourself. So there's a lot of fear of losing this person that you're starting this connection with, but If you really want to develop a healthy, loving connection with somebody, understanding that this is something that that if we're going to end up being with that person, being insecure or frantic about it isn't setting you up to have the relationship that you're looking for and actually can really start the relationship off on the wrong footing because then you're not setting up good, healthy or appropriate boundaries because you're so worried about is this person going to stay with me or not. Right. So we're not saying that you need to know everything about this person. There's still things that I learn about Tim. Every year, I learn new things about him. I'm dark and mysterious. (laughs) But it's just kind of having that foundation before you jump into something. It reminds me of that Carrie Underwood song, Last Name, where she just meets this person and then everything happens, right? And at some point, she doesn't even know her last name because she married the person before she even found out their last name. And so it really is, like Tim said, that frantic need to create this love and to create something rather than taking it slower and just recognizing, I want this to be a healthy relationship. I want our foundation to be healthy and solid and strong. Number two is healthy love comes from being healthy yourself. And I think one of the very interesting things is that when you are unhealthy, you're going to have a tendency to attract other unhealthy people. But when you're healthy, you're going to have more of a tendency to attract other healthy people. And as a matter of fact, when you're healthy, people who are unhealthy, they'll actually be a little bit more repelled by you because they're going to feel more uncomfortable. And this is something that I see all the time in practice where when I'm working with somebody, we're working on some of their traumas that are causing them to be unhealthy, and they've had this string of bad relationships. It's the same relationship over and over again, just with a person by a different name. But then we fix their trauma and then they're in a healthier spot and then boom, almost instantly they find somebody who's a much healthier fit for them and is more healthy than any of the people they had previously dated. And the reason why is because, again, when you are healthy, you're more likely to attract other healthy people. Right. So number two is healthy love comes from being healthy and full. And we overflow with that love, whereas addictive love is always trying to fill that inner void. And I like that picture of overflowing with love because you're not giving from this empty cup. You're full and you're healthy as an individual and as a person. And you're giving out of that overflow of love. You're not trying to fill this empty cup that you have with somebody else because you don't want two people who are empty to come together and try to fill each other up. You want two full and healthy people to come together. And that relationship is going to be much healthier than feeling like they're just trying to fill this inner void. The third comparison is healthy love begins with loving ourselves, being the partner we wish to have, whereas addictive love is looking to avoid looking at our own self 
And we always seek to get love from that special someone. And we're looking at what that other person can provide for us. So this is very similar to that last one about filling that inner void, but focus so much more on being the partner that you want to have, which like we talk about a lot on here, the tools that we have, the things that we share with you, it really is to apply to yourself. And how can I be a better partner? How can I apply this to myself to benefit my relationship, to benefit my partner, to benefit my family? Not why aren't they doing this piece? I'm not getting what I want. So it really is more of that perspective where you understand what your locus of control is, that you can only control yourself. I can't control and change Tim, but I'm in control of myself. And so whenever we come to things like this, it's really important for me to make sure that I'm the partner and I'm doing the things that I really want him to do for me. Number four is healthy love grows slow like a tree over time. And that slow growth of love helps us to learn that we can be vulnerable and secure with our partner where we don't have to worry because we have a depth of knowledge and experience and understanding how they're going to respond when we are vulnerable. But the other side of that, that addictive love, it's kind of like magic where it just poof appears out of nowhere and it can feel wonderful and amazing. But a part of the problem with that is that you have no depth of knowledge to understand how your partner is going to respond to you or how they're going to take something that you tell them because you don't have any understanding really of who they are, but you just feel like you're deeply closely connected. But realistically, because it hasn't grown over time, you don't have that ability to really be vulnerable because you're struggling with trusting them. And so I think a part of this is not to say that you can't fall in love with somebody fast or you can't get to learn somebody pretty quickly, but there is no replacing that time standard where it's just over the course of time, you see, you get to know, you get to experience them, that tends to help settle an unsettled heart, where over that course of time, you've just seen time and time again, this is how they're going to act and how they're going to behave. And so you can consistently trust in that. And I think another problem with the addictive love portion is when it appears just like magic, it can also disappear just like magic. And so that addictive sense where it's you don't have that security, you are kind of constantly worried it's just going to poof like smoke and just disappear. And so you have a tendency to feel more frantic about the relationship as opposed to just this quiet confidence you can have because you've seen how it's going to go. Right. It's that idea of falling in love versus growing in love. Number five is healthy love thrives on time with yourself as well as time spent with your partner. Whereas addictive love, it avoids being with just yourself. You always need to be together and they begin to feel insecure whenever they're not with their partner. And I do think it's important to distinguish the difference here between wanting to be with your partner versus needing to be with your partner. Mm. And so for me, I'm kind of introverted. And so I'm totally okay spending more time by myself. And Ruth is more extroverted. And so she could always use a little bit more Tim in her life. But she is (laughs) absolutely okay when we're not together. Although she always could enjoy more time, she doesn't need to have that time. She can let me have some of my alone time and she can have some alone time herself. And we both can benefit from that. That's true. I could always (laughs) use more Tim in my life. And I think that's an important distinction to make because, you know, there are stages in relationship. In the very beginning, a lot of times you want to spend all your time with them. But there's a difference between wanting that and feeling insecure when you don't get that and when you're not together. And it kind of comes off as a little possessive or demanding in the beginning. And for some people, it can have the opposite effect where that's too much too soon for them. And what you thought wanting to be with them all the time was expressing that love, it really then pushes them away. And they're like, oh, this is way too much than what I was hoping for. 
And I think not always, because like I said, in the beginning, you do want to spend a lot of time together. But it really is that distinction, like Tim said, of wanting to be together versus needing to be together. Number six is healthy love is gentle and considerate. Addictive love is tense and combative. So just like in the last podcast, when we were talking about what is love, in healthy love, we're reiterating the idea of gentle or kind, right? When you're trying to love somebody, you don't want to have all these tense moments or experiences where you're tiptoeing through the tulips all the time. Don't get me wrong, there are going to be some tense times in relationships, but for the majority of the time, it should be this situation where you're being kind to each other and the expectation should be that we're going to be kind to each other. So when I ask Ruth something or when I tell Ruth something, I generally expect a kind response back from her because that's normally what is happening. And for the most part, it should be enjoyable. We don't get into relationships so that we can fight all the time, right? So most of your relationships should be enjoyable. And there will be times for sure where it's less enjoyable. But yes, absolutely. The majority of it should be enjoyable. And if it's not, it's not necessarily that you pick the wrong person, but you need to do some work to get there. You don't want to be spending a lot of time in your relationship when it's just not enjoyable. You got to do the work to make it get to a place where it can be enjoyable. All right, you guys, thank you so much for hanging in there with us today. We're going to stop the episode here and continue with part two of healthy love versus addictive love in the next episode. Please join us then. Until next time, have a great day. And remember, your mind is a powerful thing. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. If you enjoyed this podcast or found it helpful, we'd love for you to take some time and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. If you have a question or a topic you'd like discussed in future episodes, visit our Facebook group, Mr. and Mrs. Therapy Podcast, and let us know. Disclaimer, although we are mental health providers, this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide diagnosis or treatment. Please seek professional help if you're struggling with persistent mental health issues, chronic marital issues, or call the National Suicide Hotline at 988 if you are contemplating suicide.